0: Welcome to our podcast. Let's talk with Dennis Martin, where we talk about real-life issues. Let's join the podcast. Tonight, you know, a lot of times we we talk about a lot of things, we preach a lot of things, we say a lot of things when we quote scripture. And sometimes I wonder, even in the midst of us quoting these things, if we really believe what we're quoting. It's one thing to quote things, but it's another thing to believe it and to act on it. And a lot of times we really get excited about the scriptures. I mean, we get excited about stuff we quote, we get excited about things that we are uh, talking about and we just, you know, all we get all up in the air about it. Even when the preacher's preaching certain scriptures uh, that is quoted, we get excited about it. We get happy about it. We get joyous about it. We sort of almost like climb the walls because we believe what the Bible said. But I've been thinking this week uh, and the latter part of last week, do we really believe what the Bible says? There is a, a trend. Uh, a video that's trending on uh, TikTok and different places where my sister, uh, LaShawn, did a, a song, I think it was 1993. And so here we are, 2022. She did um, a song that uh, she did, and it says, Act Like You Know. Act Like You Know. And everyone's been doing it Oh, I've seen so many people do it from in the barber shops and all kinds of scenarios they put together, you know, and, and stuff. Some of you probably even done it. Uh, my grandkids were doing it today. My sister Leslie came by the house and they were like, act like, you know, you know, and stuff like that. So we we talk about acting like we know, and and that's a trend that's going on. So I want to really find out, do you act like you really know? Now there's a scripture that I want to read tonight, very brief, and I'm going to share with you, and it simply says this in Romans chapter 8 and verse 31. It says, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Very simple. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? against us. And so when we talk talk about acting like you know, I want to ask, do you really believe that scripture I just read? Or is it just something we dance off of? Is it just something we get excited about and have a praise break off of? Is it just something we almost slide under the pew and run the aisle and go touch the door and fall on the altar? Or do we really believe what we just read? Do we really believe it when it says, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? We got to really look at that because I don't think we believe it because too many of us put emphasis and we put too much emphasis on who is against us. We waste a lot of time preaching and whatever we're doing, even testifying sometimes, we waste a lot of time. Some of you coming to the new year, wasting time talking about who don't like you, your haters, your enemies. We still hung up on haters and enemies and all of those things. Not saying that we don't have them, but where are we putting our emphasis? Where are we putting our words of importance when it comes to that particular thing of who's against us? we have magnified, we have put emphasis on who's against us and they don't like me and they've tried to stop me and they're holding me back and they didn't do this and they didn't come through and they, and we put all that and they're plotting against me and they're planning against me. But when we hear this scripture, we get excited and we go to running, we get excited and we go to dancing and, and shouting and, and, and speaking in tongues and, all of those things, but do we really believe it? What shall we then say to these things if God be for us? Then the question is, who can be against us? Why are you worried about who's against you if you know God is for you? Why are you putting emphasis on it? Why are you highlighting and emphasizing? I mean, you putting the spotlight Every time you get to preach, every time you get to testify, every time you get to do anything, you, you put emphasis on people that don't like you. Or you put emphasis on what you would call your enemies or your haters. Sometimes they didn't even know that what they were doing was working until you said something. They didn't know it was working until you told them. They didn't know it was working until you opened your mouth. They didn't know it was working until you said they did this. And so now they they do more, because now they know it bothers you. Now they know it's affecting you. Why? Because you the one who put emphasis on. It. They didn't. They didn't know that 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 was bothering you like that until you start talking about it. They had no idea that they were riding you and 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 doing what they were doing. But now since you have started talking about it and putting emphasis on it, now they have got to the place. They said, oh. I didn't know that was bothering you that much. So now I'm going to do it more. And so now you're getting more frustrated because you're trying to figure out they just keep messing with me because you keep telling them that it's bothering you. You're the one that keep emphasizing who is against you. You're the one that that that's keep talking and saying it and 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 going through those changes. And so you've got to change your emphasis this year and stop talking about who so much is against you and talk about who's for you No, that I can't get nobody to help me tonight I said you got to talk about who's for you and not talk about who always is against you I believe we have we have over magnified the word hater in my opinion that's my opinion I think we we've we've used that as a crutch you know all my haters Oh, oh! What haters? I mean, we all got them, but why are we emphasizing them? Why are we putting why are we putting emphasis on haters rather than putting emphasis on who is forced? Because at the end of the day, if you really believe the scripture, let's let's look at this. I need to find I need to find this because if you really believe, oh Lord, if you really believe the scripture that you've been dancing and shouting off and preach it off of, then let's go to Psalms 23 because if you really believe this, Psalms 23, notice what it says in in Psalms 23. He says at verse 5, thou prepareth a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. (laughs) Ah. Thou prepareth a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So if I got enemies, I don't have to really worry about them. God's preparing a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And what I've got to learn to do is stop focusing so much and putting emphasis so much on my enemies. And sometimes keep my eyes on what God is placing on the table and let my enemies do the worrying. We we put a lot of emphasis on who don't like me. They didn't support me. They don't, they, and who's, who's, who, who is the greatest support that you have? And I know all of us are so physically on this side want support, but who is the greatest support that you have if God be for us? That's the greatest support you can have. Because I keep telling y'all, and I've been telling y'all for two years. And I've seen it happen. And some of you are going to grab this and believe it after a while. Stop worried about what they don't appoint you to, what they don't give you. Understand that God will go around the system. And I know we don't like to talk about this but he'll go around the political system of the church. He'll go around the system that they've shut you out and don't want you to be a part. They haven't given you a seat at the table. They don't want you in. They don't want to hear your voice. They ain't put you up to do nothing. They ain't put you up to preach, sing, read a scripture, and you're going through changes about it. Stop. Quit it. Cut it out. Because at the end of the day, God's going to go around the system. And if he's for you, he's going to do something for you. And he may do it where you're not expecting it. I said something to someone the other day, we've got to stop getting locked into systems. And when we get locked into systems, we actually are our own hindrance when we get locked into systems. Because we put so much emphasis on the system. And believe in the system is going to work for us. And we take God out of the equation. It's not the system that's going to make you who you are. It's God. It's not the system that's going to do it. It's going to be your obedience to God. And what you do for God that's going to elevate you. And he may not elevate you where you think he's going to elevate you at. Lord, I can't get no help. I can't, <laughs> I can't get nobody to help me tonight. He might elevate you. I mean, he really may elevate you Where you in a place that you didn't think is going to elevate you. What do you mean? Well, let's, let's think about this. Let me think about it. I'm going to sort of lay this out for you. I want you to get this. And, and I don't want anyone to get offended by what I'm about to say because I know people wear their feelings on their shoulder. But get over it. I'm a part of Church of God in Christ. I've been in the Church of God in Christ 35 years, 36 years, I believe. I think it's 36. Uh, I've served as the International President, Department of Evangelism. I work in my jurisdiction, uh, church, and, and I, I've been part of Church of God in Christ a long time. But now, understand that I limit God. And and let me preface this by saying this. I don't have to leave the church of God in Christ for God to bless me. God can bless me while I'm in there, but he don't necessarily have to bless me within the church of God in Christ. And I'm talking about church of God in Christ because that's what I'm a part of. He can bless me. Outside in another area, and especially with this social media and stuff, we got he can bless you in a whole different area. But we limit ourselves by thinking this is the only place I can get a blessing, and it's not. And that's why we got to focus on who is for us more than who is against us. You may not be in the system's plan. You may not be a part of their plan, but you got to make sure you're part of God's plan. And so this year, I need those of you to get an upbeat spirit. I need you to get if you're watching this live or if you're watching the replay, because you know some people don't like to watch it live because it may show that they're watching, so they watch it later. I got it. But if you if if you want to be uplifted and get an uplifted spirit, get it this year and tell yourself, I'm going to focus on who is for me and stop putting emphasis on who is against me. I keep telling you all what the Lord told me. I want you. He told me this three or four years ago. I want you to enjoy your friends and stop entertaining your enemies. If we put so much emphasis on trying to get people to like us and trying to be a part of stuff, we go to stuff we're not invited to. We hang out and and, and sometimes you, you you get the message. You may call somebody, they don't call you back. You text them, they don't text you back. And then sometimes they may sound busy, then sometimes they're not busy. You you just not the person they want to talk to. And if that if that's their thing, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. If I text you and you don't text me back, it's okay. If I call you and you don't answer the phone, it's okay. After I've tried you two or three times, you don't answer. I got the message. If I text you and you never text me back, I got the message. I'm I'm not going to run you down, but I'm not going to put emphasis on who's against me either. This year, you got to focus on who's for you. And if God is for you, ah, I found that out. I knew it before, but it became so real to me. In August 2020, August 20th through August 30th, when God brought me out of that hospital with COVID-19, hooked up to all that stuff, breathing stuff, and and getting all them shots and stuff, all kind of stuff. And and the doctors threatened to put me on the ventilator, (laughs) ventilator, And, uh, and and then coming out and the doctor saying, you, you're not supposed to be here, man. I'm like, really? And he said, I'm looking at these charts. You were supposed to be dead. This was supposed to take you out. But he said, some kind of way, you came out of it. God gave me a miracle. So I got a different perspective. I don't have time to focus on what I don't have what you don't give me, what I'm not a part of. I can't focus on that because God left me here for a reason and evidently is not to be a part of your plan because if it was, I would be. But if it's not, don't fret because God's plan is bigger than all of us. And we never know where God's going to take us. We never know where the plan. Stop holding God hostage. Oh, Did I say that? I did. Stop holding God hostage on where you are and thinking that's the only place that God can bless you. God's got so many ways to bless you that will blow your mind. God's got ways he's going to bless you that you haven't even seen yet. God's got ways he's going to bless you that you haven't even experienced yet. You don't even know that God's going to do it. He's got some people in reserve. He's got some people. That's why you got to be careful how you entertain angels or strangers. You may be entertaining angels unaware. Don't do that because it may be, it's possible that God's going to bring somebody that's not in your denomination, not in your church, not in your circle, not in your clique, not in the way you're trying to get. He may bring somebody that, that, that you touch their hearts And they be a blessing to you. I've told you many times a pastor friend of mine was trying to buy a house years ago and uh couldn't, couldn't, they wouldn't hardly let him get get through to see it or whatever. And uh one day he was talking and talking and they found out that the owner of the house was actually in the hospital. And I don't know how that worked out, but he ended up going to the hospital and praying for the man that was had cancer. And he went to pray for him. And he he went and laid hands on him and prayed for him. And that owner turned around and said, called the people that were handling his business and said, I want him to get it. And whatever it takes, I want him to be approved. And he got that house. You never know how God's going to do a thing. Stop, Stop wasting time focusing and emphasizing Who's against you? Not even necessary enemies, but who's against you? They plotting against me. Listen, I, I, you can no plot you can do can take me under. No plot you can do can take me out. Somebody said you said that. Yes, I did. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against thee in judgment, thou shall condemn. How, if you believe that, this should be a year, you talking about praise break, you talking about being positive in the midst of a pandemic, you talking about being positive in the midst of what's going on, you talking about when people saying you can't make it, you looking at them laughing and saying, <laughs> that's funny, oh, it's, it's, it's funny, That that is so funny, that got me laughing, uh, you know how they say, uh, I'm going to laugh all the way to the bank on that one, I'm going to laugh all the way to my promise. I'm going to laugh all the way to what God is doing because I'm not putting emphasis on what you're talking about. I'm not putting emphasis on what you're doing and who's against me. I don't care what what stage they're in, whether it's family, friends, whoever. If God, Uh, let me read that again so I can leave you all alone. I'm going to get out of here with this because I, I think you need to get it. You need to put this in your spirit and say it to yourself. I got to believe that. If I don't believe anything else, I got to trust that. And what is that? Romans eight thirty one. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God's for you, who can be against you? Uh, I'm 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 closing. Uh, a pastor friend of mine just passed pastor Hugo, hubert powell uh, we called him uh we just called him Hubie. <laughs> but he, he passed i used to run revivals for him when i was just an evangelist i wasn't pastoring uh used, he used to have me to come and i ran revivals for him and for his brother uh bishop Stenny powell i was one one of the first evangelists to go down when he was before he built churches and stuff uh, i was preaching for him in the plaza, and. Um, when I used to go to Connecticut and to go up there, uh, we used to we had this thing we used to talk about. I forgot who uh, who it was that uh, they said said. I, I think it was their pastor, their bishop, and Pastor Powell used to say. This bishop used to say when they when they used to say something to him, so he used to hit his chest and said. And the thing about it is, I don't even care. <laughs> and we would laugh. We would laugh about that thing. And when we would see each other in the convocation, we'd be like, "And the thing about it is, I don't even care." And you got to get that way this year. I love people, but you're not including me. You're not answering my call or my text. And I'm not talking about me personally; I'm just talking to somebody here. All of these things, I I I I don't hope that it's nothing that I've done against you. But if it's not, and you just going through changes. And the thing about it is I don't even care because I'm not focusing this year. 2022 cannot be wasted talking about who's against you. 2022 has to be the focus that if God be for me, that nothing, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. If God be for me, God's got some doors he gonna open He's gonna swing open, and and people, it gonna be trying to figure out how how did how did how did you do that? How, how did you, how how did that how did that happen? Take this take this last word. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna get out of here. You got to understand that God is getting ready. And I've said this again, and I, I want to keep saying it because sometimes you have to emphasize. You have to be redundant with stuff. God's getting ready to bypass the system in many of our cases. And, and, and the thing about it is they won't be able to stop you. Not that, And we're not doing it to be popular. We want to do the will of God. And Bishop White, Richard White, Mr. Kling, and I think Twinkie, they sung that song years ago, The Safest Place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. And that's what we got to rest on. Listen, y'all, I got I got to get out of here. I, I've, you know, I timed myself. I try not to go over a certain time. Well, I got about three minutes left. I didn't want to go over 30 minutes tonight. But I, I pray and trust that you got this. Stop putting so much emphasis on who. Is against you. And it's part putting emphasis on. But God is for me. That's what I'm resting in this year. God is for me. So when I, when I walk out my door. When I go in the marketplace. Wherever I go. If God be for me. God can turn the king's heart right in the store. He can turn the king's heart sitting at the at the table for a mortgage. He can turn the king's heart when it comes to your church. He can turn the king's heart when it comes to your family, your friends. He can turn the king's heart when it comes to anything. Even though they said no, even though they said never be done, God said no, I'm going to turn around and do it because I want. I, this is what I want. You ain't got to want it. We worry about what they want. You ain't got to worry about what folk want. It's what God wants. And God has a way of doing it. Stop worrying about, they, they, who is they? Why are you worrying so much about they? When I got God backing me up. And you got to know you got him backing you up. I'm going to be respectful and love people, but I got God behind me. Heaven is on my side. And God's getting ready to show us some great things. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for everyone that's watching, everyone that will watch. I pray, God, that you would help us to stop putting emphasis on who is against us and let us focus on you because you are for us. Help us to go in the strength of your word and to know that this is not about popularity, This is not about how many likes we get on Facebook and how likes we get on YouTube. This is not about how many log on as soon as we log on. But God, we want to do your will and your purpose and do ministry. There are lives that need to be changed. There are people that are waiting on us and we have not gotten to them because we locked ourselves into systems waiting on the system to give us something to make us feel like now we can do it. When you've already given us what we need and that is your word and the anointing and you've given us wisdom how to apply it. Now, Lord, help us to move in the place we should. God, help us to reach those that you've assigned to us to reach. We're not called to reach everybody, but those that you have assigned to us that we must reach let us reach them without hindrance. Let us no longer hold you hostage. Saying that, God, if you don't do it here, I'll never get it done. God, if you can do it anywhere you want to do it. And at any time you want to do it and any way you want to do it. And so we trust you. We believe you. We take you at your word. God, it is so. It is done. Let someone that's been feeling like giving up. I've talked to some preachers that I just don't know. I feel like giving up. God, let them tonight, I pray for them, even if they're not watching, let them get up from where they are. Let restoration hit their spirit. Cause them to get up and say, I'm going to do it. And God is with me. He's got me. He's backing me up. And it's going to happen. Just like he said. So, God, I praise you, and we give you glory for those. We thank you for this spirit of restoration. We thank you for reviving. We thank you for touching and moving for them again. In Jesus' name we pray, and we give your name glory. Amen. Well, the Lord bless you, and the Lord keep you. I'm out of here, y'all. I got to get out of here. But I want to say to those of you again, um, you know, hey. Hang in there and and know that the Lord is blessing you and God's going to bless you. Thank you, everyone, for joining today's podcast with Dennis L. Martin, Sr. If you would like to donate to the podcast with the Cash App, the dollar sign DLMSR. Have an awesome day.